Gotham, a crazy podcast about DC, with your host E-Rock and PD, when we speak up, get your geeks up, cause you know you about to get geeked up, so sit back, relax, and get comfy, lose your mind like Solomon Grundy, and listen to a show that won't be forgotten, coming straight out of Gotham. Out in the DC universe, welcome to another episode of Straight Out of Gotham, episode 37. We are a fandom pop culture podcast and a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network, hosted by Batman on Film. Make sure you check out all the other great shows on the network by heading over to BatmanPodcastNetwork.com. I am your co-host from the, <laughs> the Garden State. I am senior contributor to Batman on Film, Peter Amvera, and today we're recording on April 3rd, 2021. As always, we have a great show for you today. Before I get to the good stuff, I would like to remind you, all our faithful listeners, that if you take the time to review our podcast on iTunes or Apple Podcasts and we read your review on air, we'll mail you a special prize pack. Uh, Big Jimbo 316 won last month's prize pack. He has until April 6th to claim his prize. So the prize is gone unclaimed. It possibly could get forwarded to next month. I might just get you a new one. We'll figure that out when we uh, when we get there. But let me introduce you to my partner in crime, the man who holds the East Northport one-stop all-time record for most Cadbury eggs shoved in his mouth at one time, a fellow Batman on film contributor, ladies and gentlemen, the champion of Long Island, Mr. Eric Holzman. Good morning, Peter. How are you? I'm good. How's the jawline? <laughs> it's, uh, it's okay. It's all right. I yeah. don't I don't really partake in that competition anymore. It can get messy. <laughs> so uh as you get older you kinda don't want to make a fool of yourself. So. I guess the natural question here, Eric, is how many eggs? What was the how many did I do? I'm trying to remember. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. Oh. <laughs> what was that song you sang that yes, song? Yes, stained. That was oh, stained. God. That's for Justin. Who, who <laughs> shops the khakis of Carmel. Man, I think I did five. I think that was the five max. Cadbury eggs. That's yeah, dude. That is that. How do you not have cavities? The key off is that? to put it toward like you got to chipmunk it kind of way. You got to chipmunk. That's it. what you have to do. I don't you even know to. what that means. <laughs> I have no clue. You know how chipmunks have the big cheeks and they stuff the. Oh man, that's what okay. you got to do. You kind of have wow. to do that, and then the melting of the chocolate helps. So. That actually helps once, but Dude, it can get kind of messy. So everyone needs to, you know, wear a bib. Be, yes, you definitely <laughs> need to wear a bib. It's kind of, it's not as, it's, it's harder than the hot dog eating one. Really? Um, Because you have to, it's not like you're eating them and then, you know, you got to get, you got to keep them in the mouth. If, you, if, if This would be like, if you have to, <laughs> you know, you got to keep them there for a while. Oh, so, but yeah, oh, it's, it's, it's something you should do in your youth. Um, I did this when I was younger. It was a mistake. Yes. As you get older, uh, well, at least for me, my liking of sweets has gotten less and less. So that's interesting. Mm -hmm. Well, here, since you're talking about like, since this is the Easter spectacular. Yes. Um, what is your favorite? Me personally, my favorite, not only Easter candy, but seasonal candy happens to be peeps. What is your favorite Easter candy? Definitely the Reese's peanut butter egg. Okay. That is my favorite Easter candy. See, I, to me, I almost feel like that's a cop-out because you could always get a Reese's peanut butter cup. Oh, you want you me know, to keep it? That, 
just the fact that it's no, 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 it's cool. But I'm just saying this one goes out to my buddy Pat Jenkins, who loves Reese's peanut butter cups. You could always get a Reese's peanut butter cup. So peanut butter egg isn't really anything different outside of the shape. But a peep, a peep only comes around once a year. I do kinda like, like peeps. Kind of like candy canes, you know? Can I like candy corn. Everyone gets mad at me when I say I like candy corn. I used to. I don't like it anymore. But did je- would jelly beans count as an Easter candy? Because you can get them during the year. They're not just uh, out I, during maybe, Easter. That's true. But there are themed. There can be themed Easter jelly beans. That's so. a good point. Yeah. So, I, I mean, jelly beans would be it if I can choose an East, just an Easter candy. It would be jelly beans for me, specifically the Just Born jelly beans. They are. That sim- company. You know, really? Not branches? No, Just Born. Really? They are, yes, Is that like a Long weird. Island thing? No. No, it's not a Long Island no, thing. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no you no. can find. They're hard to find. That's the one thing I'll say. They're not as um, known as the the Brock's. Or the um, it's jelly Brock's bellies, obviously. Okay, maybe it is. Yeah, it's know. Brock's, yeah. Okay. Or the jelly bellies, which everyone knows and loves. Crazy story. Everyone makes fun of me for this. Popcorn jelly belly is my favorite one. It's very good. I'm with you there. I think it tastes... I, I would sometimes almost rather eat it than popcorn. <laughs> so, well, it doesn't get stuck in your teeth like... like uh, my cousin popcorn. Matt, like he's like, oh, I don't know how you eat those. They're horrible because he's like sugar fiend. <laughs> nah, they're good. I'm with I you I love the one. popcorn one. I, I like that one. I like the margarita one. They're all good, except for the one that's supposed to taste like dirt. I'm like, well, oh, no, they it. yeah, they have like the alternate series ones that you yeah, can get I'm like, like oh. vomit and all these weird things that I don't know why people would want to eat. But. <laughs> vomit tastes like pizza and orange juice. <laughs> <laughs> I did get the beer ones though, the Jelly Belly. They had beer and jelly those? beans in. They give you like this fake can, um, <laughs> and and then inside the can they have they're packaged, they're individually packaged. They were good. They just Is there a like stout? Beer. Please tell me there's a stout. I don't know. I only got the lager one. Okay, fair enough. Oh, there's different variants. Interesting. I don't know. I don't know if there are. I just they said beer. I bought it, and that it tastes like a lager. Like it it's like, like that's like the most Homer Simpson thing you've ever said. It said beer. I bought it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to try it. So okay, you know, I I like trying stuff. So, but I won't try the weird ones like the poop and all. They have all these. I, weird... Why would you want to eat? <laughs> I don't. Why would I don't know why people would make these. Uh ones like i don't know, I don't know. and oh, how who's so the good. person that tested and says yeah that tastes like poop those calls for the alternate ones Ooh, that oh, tastes like vomit yeah i want to oh try my, that oh my god uh, we're tangenting early today Tanging, it's I, good i think the show's over <laughs> so no so what about food Pete? let's go into food for easter do you have any specific food fair um, you guys have Today we're doing we're doing we're making a lot of broccoli rob and we'll have that ready for Easter. Okay. Um, we're gonna be making spadinis. We'll make veal spadinis. Uh, what else are we having? I'm sure we'll have some kind of macaroni. That's very stereotypical of us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe a maybe a sausage ring. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, do you guys uh, do like a ham, a traditional Easter ham? No, or? the the tradition is the spadinis, which okay. are it's it's breaded veal. Uh, wrapped in around provolone and then put it on a skewer between bay leaves. All right. And uh, that sounds good. Yeah, they're really good. It's just it's a it's a delicious little thing. But um, that's like my main thing on Easter Sunday. That's what I look forward to. I only get it once a year. So oh, that's good. Yeah, I'm making this year for the first time, which is an Italian thing. Actually, I'm making pizza rustica. I've never made it before, so I'll be making that. Um, I bought all my cold cuts, so I got to just put all that together and that should be fun. Um, but I think we're just having 
um, either. We're having ham. I think they're actually getting it catered. My sister says she's getting it catered this year. No one's actually cooking. Right. So it's kind of, it's kind of cool. No, we're not That's cooking, good. but Let's I think, work. I think we'll have ham probably. Um, I like lamb and my mother likes lamb, but not a lot of the family likes lamb. I so love we're, lamb. So we're not doing that. I just found out you, you so. eat lamb with mint and jelly. Yeah. I did not know that. I was like, oh, wow. And it was actually really good. The sweet and the salt yeah. really does a nice little one-two punch there. I was like, oh, wow, I can dig this. Yeah. Not and, much, and but it's good. Some lamb can be a little harsh Dang. taste. Yeah. So if, if you have the mint jelly, it kind of smooths yeah. that out a little bit. But I yeah, that was it. a thing. Yeah. And pork is applesauce. People eat applesauce yeah, with pork. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. Well, did we got the food covered? We got the food segment of the. Of the Are you just? Do you have like a checklist? Are you just checking off boxes? Like how do you? <laughs> no, no. Stuff? I'm just going with it. You started with the candy, so I said, let's see what the. Ah, food well, was. you know, you you know, got to chew it. on some sugar. That's Low, lower style, lower standard, brother. Yes, that's true. Lower. Wash it down with a Mountain Dew as I brush my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mountain Dew! Right now, does not sound good. Too early. Do the do. Too early. Too early for do. All right. So speaking of doing the do, let's do the show. Let's, let's, let's go get now. into it. Let's, let's get, get into, into it. it. So let's start with the the most fun announcement of the week for me anyway, was during the NCAA tournament, we got an announcement from Dwayne The Rock Johnson himself that Black Adam will be next summer, July 29th, 2022. So it was weird how they did it. They I don't know if you saw it. They had him on... Um, he did a short spot on TBS with mm-hmm. for Black Adam, mm-hmm. and then they had Charles Barkley talk about it, and oh, it was very, very cool. So um, we've been talking about this, obviously, Pete. The last few shows, we've been getting more and more news about casting. Well, now we finally have a date. So, and it's funny again. This was something that we had talked about, and then this was this happened the very next day. <laughs> so we recorded the last show. We talked about when are we getting a date? We weren't sure. Here we go. Just like with the Snyder Cut, we talked about it. The next day we got the the news that was being released. So I think they need to pay us some kind of fee for uh, leading them into their... <laughs> leading the charge. The, into their big announcements. But we have a date now, July. What do you think? Where are we going? I am Paul. Right? Dude, the more I hear about this movie, the more excited I get for it. Just the fact that like uh, The Rock is like the greatest showman in the world. Like, let's be he honest. Is, totally is. Uh, I'm so pumped. I think that's going to get a lot of people interested in this because it's probably a character that nobody's ever heard of. Um, I'm just excited we're getting a new movie about a new character we've never seen like this before. You know, with a big of a star. Like, The Rock is as big as it gets. I mean, you got Brosnan, you got Hodge. Uh, I, I keep forgetting everybody else in the cast. I'm just so excited. Whoever plays Adam Smasher and Centineo, Noah Centineo. Oh man, I'm just I'm just pumped. I'm ready to go. I, I want to see this movie. I can't wait to see this movie. I'm just very excited. And uh, yeah, I mean, just the, dude, this oh man, outside the Batman, this might be the thing I'm the most hyped for. You know? Yeah, really. I agree. I'm with you on that. I Black think- Adam had a strong presence recently in the comics and Endless Winter. And, uh, you know, I kind of got really pumped for that and it was really well written. And I like that story. And, uh, you know, and then leading into this, like, like, like for me, it's like a comic nerd. It's just like, yeah, that, that's like, all right, let's just, we'll put the, we'll put the fire starter underneath. And then, you know, the trailer's like, oh, like, you know, I get excited that in the little, of course, way, but, yeah. But man, I'm just like pumped for this. I can't wait. It's going to be, dude, Hodge looks so jacked on his Instagram photos. Like that dude looks like he's ready to fight the rock. I can't wait to see these two guys sh- sh- uh, throw down. I'm pumped. Yeah, this is going to be like you said with all the JSA stuff included in this. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a lot of fun. And uh, the fact that we finally have a date 
um, because like we said the last time, we're getting all this news. We're like, all right, when are we getting the movie? So now that we finally have this date, and it it's going to be a summer film, which is always awesome. Obviously, you blockbuster. Confident. Yes. I think it's very confident. Right. So that's the that's the other thing is um, usually The Rock does bring confidence, um, not only him as a person, but <laughs> having something with him in it usually is a very, very strong, it's going to do well. So, uh, but yeah, this is awesome. And um, I don't think this is going to be the same thing where we had released on HBO Max and in the theater. I don't think so. Right. I think that, so, I think that soon. Yeah. So there we go with that. And now it opened, they said originally the, the article, this was in deadline that I'm reading from. The article says that Warner Brothers had the August 5th to 7th weekend RSVP'd. Um, though well, now that they're not doing Black Adam there, the speculation is that it could be, um, wait a minute. <clears throat> no, there's no, sorry. There is no speculation on what it's going to be. So now they have another weekend where they can slot something right. else in. All right. So I'm looking forward to yeah, whatever they have. Yeah. Like I, th- this movie is really creeping up the hype train, like the, the cars, the hype train. I'm just like, man. And the Batman, I'll always get hype for Batman, especially th- this thing looks really special. But man, this Black Adam movie, I haven't even seen a trailer. And I'm getting really excited. I just, the cast alone, and now we have a date, and I just, it's going to be a, a summer fun movie. I just, man, I am so excited for this thing. I yeah, can't wait. Like, it's just, and then I hope it leads to Shazam versus Ca- uh, Black Adam. I was going to call him Captain Marvel, you know? You can. Well, <laughs> no, I was called Black Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, man, like, ah, oh, geez, like, I hope that's, I hope, ah, that, oh, that'd be cool because, like, I could, I'm down for a good, I'm down, for, I don't know, man, after Kong vs. Godzilla, I'm like, or whatever the hell that movie is, Godzilla vs. Kong, I'm like, I could do another versus movie. <laughs> that's like, I mean, they're powerful, man. Like, Shazam vs. Black Adam could be fucking, ooh, I cursed. <laughs> Bleep that out. It's going to be crazy. No, no, we'll leave it in. It's okay. One curse is okay. We'll, we'll, we'll ah, the FCC would never allow that. <laughs> you know, I, you know how I feel. About that. But no, I think this. I think we're going getting there. I think eventually we'll get to um, Shazam versus Black Adam. I think that's yeah. the that's the plan in the long run. So, just laying the groundwork now, giving us this more. This is what characters. they should have done for Batman and Superman. <laughs> yeah, this is what they should have done for for but just their do Justice League. Shazam movie. and Black Adam. How funny is that? They did and it for Kong and Godzilla, and they did. But not for Batman and Superman. Just let's rush this out there. <laughs> well, and they're doing it JSA, right? So we will get a JSA movie too. They're introducing all these characters here. Yeah. So who knows? Uh, JSA is different. It's not like Batman and Superman is huge. Like, well, that's, yeah, you're right. You know, Obviously, I, that, it's that, different. But, but yeah, so we'll see. Point. We'll see where this goes. But you mentioned we don't have a trailer for this, but um, we did get a second trailer, a theatrical trailer release for the Suicide Squad that was connected to the release of Converse Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Um, so have you seen it? I have. I liked it. And I mean, it's just, I, I, you know, I like the stuff I saw in the Red Band trailer because it's, you know, like King Shark stuff, Harley Quinn stuff. Um, you got to see them dub over Idris's F-bomb. But uh, yeah, I like it. I mean, I, I, mean, I can't imagine they put out a trailer like, I don't know, guys, this movie has really lost me. You know, I just, how can I say that? Everything I've seen is I think has been gold. So yeah, I mean, they give you a little more too. They give you a little more, a different. They give you different clips, obviously, um, in the theatrical one. It's it's it is a little bit different, and I I've seen people already react saying, "I wish this was the first one we saw." So I'm like, I dude, I don't care. It's all good. I'm like, I see tweets like that. I'm like, come on, you guys are like, like this is the first trail that should have been really like, come on, give me a break. Just be happy you got two. Like, oh yeah, they came yeah. out like a week of each other. Like, does it matter? No. <laughs> 
it shouldn't matter because like i said i liked the first one we saw the red band one which we discussed on the last show and this one just strengthens that like it doesn't doesn't change the 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 no. what's it called the theme of the movie or the I'm just like stop. All tone. right, I've seen two trailers. It comes out this summer. Please stop. No more. No more. I don't need anymore. <laughs> yeah, I don't need another trailer. I think I can wait. I don't know why they. I mean, I guess because one's red and one's green. That's why. So. Well, yeah, obviously. But they I'm wanted... like, I didn't need another one, but I guess they got to get you know. No, know, I didn't those. at all. They got to get the children know. dollars for the R-rated movie. <laughs> well, yeah, you can't. Kong vs. Godzilla is what PG-13, so you can't lead that movie with the R-rated. The Red Band trailer. Can't do that. I wanted to have a Kong vs. Godzilla review show, and Eric said, no, I'm waiting till the theaters. And I said, boo-hoo. <laughs> yeah, I, I was just like, no, I haven't. You just asked me if I'd seen it, and I haven't we yet. Got, I we got to get Nico movie. on for uh, Kong vs. Godzilla. He won't answer my phone calls, but he's going to be on my show. <laughs> well, he was a, he did the show when you guys did the trailer. I wasn't on that show. That was the show yeah, you and him did. So. Well, we got to bring him back. It's like yeah. a theme now. He's got to answer the call, though, you know? Yeah, we know it'd be good if he's back on for that. I he agree. doesn't answer my phone calls. So now He'll I answer mine, though, so it's all right. So yeah, like, he, he favors Eric, apparently. I, maybe so. I don't know. As I drink from the mug he mailed me, <laughs> Eric Eric will admit this. I'm drinking from the vigilante mug. He is, and I actually had my coffee this morning. And he won't answer my phone calls. So. Look at that. I'm calling you out on public radio. <laughs> Another follow-up story that we have from our last show was – or might have been two shows ago – but on the, we when we spoke about how they were doing another virtual Comic Con um, in July, yeah. well now we had mentioned on that show that they were thinking of doing one in the fall, and now we actually have a date for it in November. Mm-hmm. So they will be doing on November twenty sixth a three day special edition of San Diego Comic Con. So um, this will be the first one of the first in person things that's been officially announced, at least that I've heard. Um, yeah. you know, with regards to large gatherings and things like that, I don't know that we don't really know the details on capacity or how they're going to be handling it or whatever, but, um, it's, I think it's pretty cool that they're going to be doing something. Uh, do you have a, it's going to be November 26th, which is Thanksgiving weekend. Do you think that's a good idea? Is it maybe they should have done uh, it before? I feel, I feel like that's part of the reason why they did it, which means it won't be too, too crowded because a lot of people probably have holiday plans. Right. You know, I just think it's. I think it's kind of realistic. Be like, let's not. Let's plan this. Let's give something back. Let's tr- and let's try to do it safely. You know, like I, I feel like that's kind of like a slight idea, maybe, right? Like, yeah, I think you can't have. It's not going to be filled to the brim, and uh, you kind of hope a lot. Most people who attend are vaccinated, um. So you know, everyone's pretty safe. But um, yeah, I, f- I think that might play a part. But I think this is great. Really, just. Especially for that area, I'm sure some people will go. I'm sure the truest of the true sweaties will be there. Yeah, and uh, you know, cosplaying and selling and buying and toy, just cool stuff, merch, comic books, all the all the good stuff that comes with the convention, as well as the as well as that area of San Diego. Like it deserves a little bit of a bump. Um, I'm sure it's been rough. San Diego Comic Con is a big part of their income, and that's true throughout the years. Uh, you know, for decades. So you know, it's nice, and uh, they are still doing virtual Comic Con. So it's, honestly, this all seems like a win win. You know, we'll get Comic Con at home in July for at least one more year, and uh, you can get to a con uh, around Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, so, a bravo to them. I just, you know, I hope people just are are safe in their travels. That's all. Yeah, and I it also makes us well, me think since New York Comic Con is traditionally in October, will we will we get that? 
Uh, well, I think you know we're going to find out how baseball season plays out. Yeah, that's true. In New York, uh, because they have uh, you know I'm only across the river, but the guidelines for New York and New Jersey are pretty strict in terms of what's opening up. Um, I know Yankee Stadium can have nine to ten thousand people. I think that's twenty percent. So yep, we'll see twenty percent if that goes up at any point because you know it's it's good and it's city to kind of judge. Like we have two pro baseball teams. You know, it's good if you have a pro. At least you know to kind of judge like oh, okay maybe if capacity by you know sometime mid season goes up to fifty percent I think things are looking really good you know what I'm saying yeah so something I, to keep an eye on I think we need to I think um, obviously baseball for us is both stadiums both City Field and Yankee Stadium are both outdoor stadiums so I think that lends to more leniency or maybe even things opening faster because it's not indoors, it's outdoors. I'm wondering yeah. what the Javits... Still, I feel like if, intend- it, if they allow attendance to go up, I think that's because maybe this, it's not spreading, we're, we've got this really under control. Like, I feel like that could, it could... I'm just saying it's a positive sign, no? No, it definitely is. It's definitely a positive sign. And I like I said, this just made me immediately think, well, since New York's normally in October, are, will they... You know, will, the, will we see how it goes maybe with the, the NBA playoffs or with the NHL playoffs, how those work out? Uh, for the the Islanders right now would be in the NHL playoffs and the yeah, Knicks still right if they, now. Are, see how many people they let in the Garden right. or the Coliseum? Um, yeah, so NHL playoffs are really interesting. I need to talk to Carlos. I need to find out what the hell happens when a Canadian team plays an American team <laughs> in the playoffs. Well, last year in the bubble, not to go off on another tangent, but last year the hockey bubble was in Canada. It was in Vancouver, yeah. and Toronto. So you know, this year will be the first time everyone's the Blue Jays back in can't go state. home. The Raptors are playing in Florida. Like, yeah, so, so I'm wondering what happens. Yep, there's going to be a Canadian American matchup at some point. In hockey, there usually is, so there usually is a some kind of matchup there. So we'll see what happens, but just keep. I guess Pete and I will keep you guys posted on what's going on with New York Comic Con as well, because for he and I, it's something that we go to, so we definitely want to know. I love going to. Um, we definitely want to know what's going on with that. So, but yes, San Diego, which is the original, which is the one that most the usually granddaddy. All the, yes, the granddaddy of it will be happening. On a smaller scale, obviously, in November during Thanksgiving weekend. So you'll get double this year. Yep. Get double so the, double the cons. Year. Okay. Yeah, but who knows if we're getting fandom again? Like there's a lot of things that that are going to have to be um sorted out between now you and now. You know what I want? I want the Rick Shoe experience. What's That's that? what I want. I don't know. A, vid- a, a virtual tour of Rick Shoe. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that would be an interesting tour. Let's just say well, that. Like, uh, can you imagine, like, in uh, like uh, the behind the scenes, the Rick Shoe story? That would. Uh, I'm telling Justice, you, Superman Returns audition alone would be <laughs> probably my favorite part. Yep, the- yep. If you guys haven't heard that story and you want to ask Rick, trust me, he will tell you it. So go ahead and <laughs> reach I'm out. Still, Eric still won't tell me what song he sang on American Idol, but I did tell you, didn't I? No, you didn't. You didn't tell me. I sang Angels. Oh, I thought it was Ruben Stuttered. Flying Without Wings? No, I didn't sing that. <laughs> no, I did not sing that, but I did. I sang Angels <laughs> by Robbie Williams. <clears throat> so there you go. Any more information. Another th- <laughs> he didn't, Pete didn't even go to that one yet. He hasn't even gotten to my American Idol audition. Uh, see, he still he knew about it, but he hasn't gone to it yet. Welcome so. to the Eric Holzman Audio Lifestyle Files. <laughs> okay, moving right along. Pete, there was an article in Deadline from WonderCon at home talking about Batwoman. And since this is a show you watch oh. more than me, 
I'm actually a week behind, Bat Boys. Don't get mad at me. Go ahead and run with this story. Tell us about Uh, it. It's just, you know, apparently Kate Kane is coming back to Batwoman. Yes. What does that mean for Ryan Wilder? (laughs) What does that mean for Wayne Industries? What does that mean for the fan base? <laughs> like, I tried to do a little 66 thing there. All um, 10 of you. No, sorry. Okay, continue. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. We have grown in Legion. <laughs> Batwoman is here to stay. Yes, she is. And it is, it is. Yeah. So, but the question is, who is Batwoman? So, oh, man, I'm just pumped. So, apparently, what did, who did they cast this? Uh, what was her name? Wallace Day. Yeah, and everyone's really pumped about this this actress playing Batwoman. And I look, I'll be, I tell you guys all the time, I don't know anybody unless they put on a cape. So like, <laughs> I judge everyone else's reaction. You know, like uh, Nico Caruso, who won't answer my phone calls. He's pumped about this. He was excited. He loves this this actress. So I was like, okay, this is great. Eric was all into it. I was like, this is just getting a lot of positive feedback. So I'm wondering, you know, just and then with all the storyline that coming on, like, does what happens? Does Kate come back? Like. Do they change Batwoman mid-show? Like, it's just... I think it's actually kind of cool. And I think it's smarter than to create buzz. Like, sure, do crazy, weird stuff, controversial stuff with the show because don't you want people to tune in and find out what the hell you're doing? So, like, I, I kind of think it's brilliant, to be honest with you, just because it's Batwoman and last year was so bad. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, you guys are... Whatever you guys are thinking, like, go for it. Like, you guys are being adventurous and I really appreciate what they're doing. And I think it's leaps and bounds better than last season, so just go with the momentum. Like if this is your idea, go with it. I'm really kind of excited. Well, at WonderCon, they had a Q and a with the cast and producer Carol or showrunner, Caroline Dries. And they asked her some questions about the return of Kate Kane. And they said, there's this tragic, she says there's this tragic iron irony happening where our characters have been looking for Kate desperately. And now they believe she's dead. And as, and so as they're moving on with their lives, the audience is privy to this huge piece of information that Kate's actually alive. So moving forward, Kate's in for a bumpy road. That's all I'll tease, and our characters, of course, are eventually going to be looped into this huge piece of news. But it's pure drama from here on here on out, and it's going to affect every character directly, just the way her disappearance affected every character directly. So a lot that sparked some interest. Like, aren't you kind of like, what the hell are you guys doing? I got to try to check this out. Like, I don't know. To me, to me, it gets me excited. I'm like, wow, I'm actually more excited for Batwoman now than I was to see if this, it was going to be any better than last year. So. I don't know. I'm really excited for it. Like everyone calls me crazy because I like this show, but you know, just, I don't know, eat dirt. (laughs) (laughs) I don't call you crazy. Like what you like, man. But it just, I didn't, it didn't work for me. I tried. I gave it five shows last year and it just, it's a totally new show. I'm telling you, you got to try it this year. It's totally new I did. I watched it. I did watch the premiere. I liked it. And then I watched the second episode and I didn't like it as much. So two episodes, he's 50, 50. I don't know if I want to continue with this. Apparently, there's another. I had to watch guest. Attack of the Clones for Eric. I sat through the whole movie. I didn't tell you to watch it. You did that on yes, your own. Yes, you did. You were like, you have to do this. I, I won't talk to you anymore unless you watch the prequel <laughs> I movies. never said that. We'll never speak again. Oh, no, stop no. making up stories. I was like, Eric, we can't do a podcast if we don't talk to each other. I never said. What? <laughs> we're not doing a Star Wars podcast. So I think it's okay if you didn't watch those films. It would have been fine. We're going to do one, though, eventually. We're going to do Star Wars-related one. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. But there's other information that came out of this interview. Apparently, there is an, another guest star coming in that has relation to Luke Fox that we don't know who that is yet. I bet it's Tim Fox. But <laughs> that would be... Right? Would it make sense? Yes. That would be pretty damn cool um, if they played off Future State a little and did that. Um, we'll see what happens there. 
And that would be kind of cool. So yeah, so there's a lot of it, a lot of new information came out from this Q and A. They talked to Javisha Leslie about um, the relationship between Ryan and Angelique on the show. Um, you know, there's another more information about <clears throat> could they come back together? And Ryan says she doesn't think that story will ever be done because Ryan doesn't have any anchor to her childhood or her one anchor was her adopted mother and she died and her only other anchor is Angelique. So we don't know, but there there's a bunch of good information from this interview, guys. So check it out on Deadline. This is where the if you guys want to check out the rest of the interview. You go to Deadline.com and look up Batwoman and you will find. So are you excited now? Like, have you been, are you kind of like, oh man, I'm pumped. I'm ready to go. Bang, bang, bang. Let's go watch Batwoman. No. Like, come on. Um, you're, not, you're not feeling it? Like, that? you're just, you're not curious as what the heck. You're so difficult. No, I'm not. I am i don't have any interest <laughs> in watching the show. I didn't watch, I did not watch all of season one. So I don't have any investment into Kate disappearing and. Fresh start. Oh God. I'm trying. But yeah. they did this also. Is was, this is what it was like to let, get Eric to watch the Harley Quinn show. It was no, just, that's totally different. That and that that thing's hysterical. <laughs> that was totally different. Well, you like it now, but like, um, I, I, never had but it, I, I didn't. But I didn't start watching it and dislike it and then go back to it. That's what this is. That's what this would be. I think I don't think you can say you dislike something until you've seen at least four or five of them. I think you've done two. I think you were looking for the easy way out. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> There, there is also some information in this interview about the eventual showdown between Batwoman and this season's big bad Black Mask. So, yeah, so I, 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 you know, hey, look, I just hope he looks better than Hush. <laughs> that Hush mask was rough, but no, this I'm excited. Black Mask is getting a little love lately. Um, he's uh, he, he was great in Birds of Prey. I just watched that recently. I wish he, I wish he didn't die in that movie. Spoiler. Spo- spo- I mean, I guess spoiler. Uh, <laughs> But uh, no, I'm, I'm pumped. I can't. I'm excited to see what the hell they're doing because, like I said, they got momentum. I like all their choices this season. To be honest, there's a couple episodes that weren't. There was one episode I thought that wasn't good. There's a couple that being eh, but for the most part, I've really dug it. So I'm just like, I'm excited. Go crazy, guys. Go crazy because I'm loving I'm, it. And I'm happy you love it. I'm happy the people out no, there that not. like it, let like it, love it, and are sticking with it and enjoy it. It's just not for me. Like, Block me on Twitter, Eric. You don't have to agree with me. Block me on Twitter. <laughs> no, I don't do that. I don't block and move on. It's, it doesn't make me feel better if I do that. So I just leave that to other people who can't handle the the heat being in this, being on Twitter. That's for other people to worry about. Um, <clears throat> moving along. <laughs> and there so, you go. We, I, something I love, if you guys have listened to the show or listened to me in the in the past, I love Transformers and we're getting another Transformers movie that is not part of the original universe that they are continuing the Michael Bay universe. Um, that's six films in now, including if you include Bumblebee, um, we're getting a new one. So Angel Manuel Soto, he's attached to direct the film and Marco Ramirez, will write the screenplay. Marco Ramirez wrote The Defenders on Netflix. So if you guys watch The Defenders. Yeah, so it's an early development, but we actually have some news about another Transformers show. I It doesn't give us any intel on what it's going to be about. I'm hoping it's a my long-awaited War for Cybertron film. Um, but I don't think we'll get that uh, because they kind of teased it. Well, they, maybe they, they teased it in Bumblebee. So I don't know if they would do that as an offshoot and being different from this universe. 
But um, it would be cool if I got we got finally got that film that so many people want to see that's been teased in not only Bumblebee but other Transformers films. Um, and there's a show on now on um Netflix actually that deals with it. So for me personally, this was awesome news. More Transformers, I can the more Transformers stuff that's out there, um, I love and I, I'll definitely go see it. I saw all of the Michael Bay movies, even the really really atrocious ones. <laughs> so, <laughs> um. I'm looking forward to this. Pete, I don't know if you are, but I am. Yeah, I, I like Transformers. I'm I'm into it. Um I actually like the Bayformers movies, you know. Uh except for the I think the I I didn't see last night. I'm sorry, I haven't seen it yet. And then the one Just... What was the, the one before that with Mark Wahlberg? Yeah, Age of Extinction. Like I didn't really like Age of Extinction. Yeah, not good. I like three a lot, so like I'm really big on uh uh what's Dark called? Of the Moon. Other, Dark yeah. Moon. I like that one a lot. Um the first one's still the best one, but I'm excited. I, I thought the article was cool how it explained, like, look, this is not in the Bay former continuity. Mm-hmm. It's something different, which for me, as uh, my favorite uh, Transformer is Jazz, as I've said on the show before. Uh, it gets me kind of excited because, well, oh, cool. Jazz is dead in that universe. Yeah. He died in the first movie. He just got ripped <laughs> apart like a weakling, which is a bummer because it's like just to see your favorite Transformer go out like that's kind I of know. I was like, that was horrible. Yeah. But, um, you know, uh, I hope Jazz is in it. I'd like to see him again. Um, hopefully, he has his G one look because we all love that yes. look. And uh, yeah, I'm excited. I like Transformers. Um, I wonder what kind of movie this is going to be. I wouldn't mind something kind of classic and timeless, just so it could fit in. If it, if you want to think it's in continent, just make a movie. You know, I don't need some kind of like grand origin or something. You know, or anything too crazy. I just I want to see Transformers. So. I'm excited. Uh, I hope it gets made. And, I'm, I, I, and again, I'm hoping for the return of jazz. Yeah, I agree with you. I hope this one, if they do it, do it. It's not, doesn't have met much, too much of a human angle to it. Obviously transformers usually does. Cause they came here and they're protecting the humans from the Decepticons. Yeah, a Godzilla versus Kong angle. I'd appreciate it. Cause I felt the human element was minimized there, which I right. enjoyed, which is what I'd like. That's why I said war for Cybertron, because there's no humans in that. I don't know how that would look in live action, but I'd be still, I mean, I still would love to see it. So we'll see what happens, but I'm, Maybe I'm all animated. That's kind of what that, uh, that's another thing I thought about was like, this sounds like a animated C, completely CG movie. Well, I remember they did that with the turtles. Yeah. TMNT. TMNT. Yeah. Um, a few years back, not the one. Chris Evans was Casey Jones. <laughs> yeah. 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 So we'll see what happens, but I'm, I'm amped for this. I'm hyped. I hope it, I hope it's good. I hope it finally does you know, gets developed and we we start to get some news about it because I'm I'm looking forward to this one. You're more hyped for this over Batwoman. Yes. Wow. Okay. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> we also got another '80s show, a beloved '80s show. We got news that we are going to be getting a movie from this as well. This is the Eric segment of the show. Yeah, clearly this is my segment. I don't know. Um, what they're, I don't know what's going on in Hollywood, but clearly 80s kids like me are getting love now because we will, we will be getting a Thundercats movie from Warner Brothers and Kong, Godzilla vs. Kong director Adam Wingard will be helming this um, Thundercats film. So for me, uh, again, this is another one I'm like, yes, okay, we're getting another another kind of 80s franchise that's beloved and it's been known for it's been on the shelf for years i've heard about movies with thundercats before they've never happened they've always fallen apart 
this one seems like if they're if they're attaching Wingard to it, it seems like it's a pretty good thing to go um forward. So we'll see what happens. Again, they really don't have any kind of information other than we're getting one. <laughs> early early stages of development. <laughs> yeah. So Pete, first of all, were you a fan of the Thundercats? Uh, Thundercats falls under that He-Man generation of cartoons uh, okay. that I just barely barely missed. So uh, I've watched a couple episodes as a kid. It never really struck with me. I know a lot of people love it. It's not necessarily my thing, but uh, I liked Kong vs. Godzilla, so I'll give this guy uh, another chance and check out what he gets up his sleeve. And this will be a cool jumping on point for me uh, for Thundercats. I'd like to see that. I'm sure it's going to look crazy. Um, just based on like the couple episodes of the show I saw when I was a kid, it, it was always interesting. Uh, just wasn't my thing, but uh, yeah, uh, I'll check it. I'll be there. Op- I'll be there opening weekend to check it out for sure. Yeah, um, definitely. If you can, if you can find them anywhere, I don't know if they're posted any. Like they're shown anywhere. I, they might be on HBO Max now. I mean, what is it? I don't know. <laughs> Everything's on HBO Max. But if you can and you want to get a little bit of insight into the past, um, watch the the animated show. Uh, the cartoon, obviously, take a look and see what see what it's about. It's who is it's the definitely dated. Thundercat, like who's the Lion-O. guy? Lion-O. Lion-O? Okay, yes, Lion-O is the there's Lion-O, Panthro, Chitara, Tigra or Tigra. Sorry, um, those are the four main ones. And then they have I, to be honest. Like I, I don't know if this is related, but like I he it's He Man. Uh, Thundercats and like Voltron. Those are like the things that I barely missed out. Yeah, they were before your time. They but I want to see, like, I, I don't know, I like robots. Like, I want to see the Voltron stuff. That's just me. Well, the, there's a show on Netflix, an updated one, um, called Voltron Legend, the Legendary Defender. Ooh. Um, yeah, you could watch that. That's that's not the original cartoon, but it's a revamped it's version of it. Okay. Um, the story's a little different. They change, they do some gender bending as well. But um, it's still true to what Voltron is and the story of Voltron, so... If you want to check that out, you can. I'm sure you can find the original cartoon somewhere. If not, Brian Haas probably has it. So you can, you can, you can, <laughs> can you FedEx me? You can ask Brian Haas because he, 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 I swear that guy has everything ever made. So he's got it. Well, he's got it on VHS. He's got it on Betamax. He's got it on Blu ray. He's got it on DVD. He's got it on HD DVD. <laughs> he has it on 4K Ultra DVD. And he's also got the Hue lights. So uh, what doesn't he have? Yeah. So I'm obviously Wingard's very, I mean, not sorry. Um, not obviously, but I'm reading about a little bit more about this, and he's very passionate about Thundercats. So that makes me feel good too that they're giving to someone who actually. That's cares. great. It's, yeah. You know, like when they actually, I feel like back in the day, like probably, uh, and so so many of these movies, there would always just be like the director for hire, or they get like the new guy, right? You know, and it's like they they're just taking this stuff a little bit more seriously now, even as ridiculous as some of this stuff actually is. You know, like. Robots in disguise, guys with capes and underwear. <laughs> you know, it's just, it seems to be taken a lot more seriously now. Even with just, because like you see here, projects like this get announced, and you're like, okay, they're trusting somebody with this. So he has to have an idea and he has to have a passion for it. So, well, there was an interview. They did an interview with him, Deadline did, and they asked him about the project. And he says, Thundercats is a dream project for me. When I was in high school, I was obsessed with it. You think at that point I was a little too old that many that my years of obsession with Thundercats would be when I was six years old. My real obsession with it came in high school, the pinnacle of me deciding I wanted to be a filmmaker and pushing in that direction. I actually spent most of my 10th grade year, I completely blew it. I didn't pay attention to school, made terrible grades, and the reason he was writing his Thundercats screenplay in 10th grade. 
Well, he's had time to perfect it. Yeah, it's, it was 272 pages long, he says. He still has it. Obviously, he says that's not the one we're using, but he will draw from it. Um, so he's very, very much in love with the, the IP. And again, that's always a good thing. So yeah. I'm looking forward to it. You guys out there, if you want to read more of the, the interview, it's on deadline. Just Was this check. your favorite cartoon growing up? No, my part? favorite cartoon growing up, it, start, it probably started as He-Man, then became Voltron, then became Transformers. And then tra- it was Transformers for a long time. Um, so yeah, I started with He-Man, definitely. And then it just evolved from there. <clears throat> but um, definitely, guys, go check out the the article about this. It's coming. If you are a fan of Thundercats, we're finally getting a live-action film. I, I swear, I really feel like this has been teased for over 20 years. <laughs> so... Yeah, so it's finally coming out. So I'm looking forward to this one. Just had to have a little patience. Yes. So we found out a couple months ago, maybe about a month ago, that we were getting, maybe even longer than that, but that we were getting adaptation, an animated adaptation of The Long Halloween. And this past week, we got a list of the voice cast. So here goes. Naya Rivera will be playing... Sorry, sorry, excuse me. I'm losing myself here. Naya Rivera will be playing Catwoman. Um, Jensen Ackles will be playing Batman. We have Josh Demel as Harvey Dent, Billy Burke as James Gordon, Titus Welliver as Carmine Falcone, David Dalsmashian as Calendar Man. So now we're getting him as Polka Dot Man <laughs> and Cal- the live-action Suicide he's Squad. He's been all over the DC yeah. universe, dude. He's yeah. everywhere. Troy Baker as the Joker. Amy Landecker as Barbara Gordon, Julie Nathanson as Gilda Dent, Jack Quaid as Alberto, Fred Tadasiori, maybe I hope I didn't butcher that game name, as Solomon Grundy, Alistair Duncan as Alfred, <clears throat> rounding out the cast. So, what do you think? Our boy Grundy, buddy, back! <laughs> I'm pumped. Uh, no, I'm excited. Uh, you know, voice cast sounds great. Uh, I, I talked about this a little bit on the BOF Social Hour with, with, uh, with Jet, and... Uh, I love Dumel, and I just, you know, Troy Baker's been the Joker before, so we'll see what he does. We'll see if he comes up with something new. Uh, <laughs> what's his name? Jason Eccles? Jensen Ackles. Jensen Ackles? Oh, yeah. geez. I got that. Justin's going to have a field day with that one. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's voiced every single character in the Bat family except for Barbara Gordon. So <laughs> I think this will be an interesting project for him to do uh, Batman. Uh, again and uh you know i'm i'm excited uh i i the long halloween I may, I may not love it as much as ryan lauer does but it's you know it's obviously a classic and it's 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 got its place in every bat fan's heart and it just won ryan's uh batman book club uh tournament right it did yeah so uh i mean i'm a little bummed because uh, they released a promo picture and it doesn't look anything like tim sales art so it just kind of looks very it looks good. It looks good. Uh, it just doesn't look, you know, there's a big difference between Tim Sale and anime, like what this, this still was released. So that's the only negative I have on it, but um, we'll see how much of the book is in this film. You know, we'll see if it's more closer to Dark Knight Returns or if it's closer to Hush, like what kind of liberties and stuff. That's, that's a fun game because uh, I do like the direct, uh, you know, carbon copy adaptation but like what they did with hush worked for me i know it, it did work, work in the film yeah it did for me it works so like i you know i uh you know i i don't get mad when they take chances um if it works out great if it doesn't you know 
I'll Spider-Man it. Um, <laughs> so whatever. But uh, yeah, I'm excited. This is the long Halloween. How could you not be excited? Yeah. The one cast member that I, th- I was shocked to see still was Naya Rivera, who obviously tragically passed away, um, drowned to death. Um, is that how, how it's sad? Yeah. Back in July. Uh, yeah. So I was surprised to see her name. I didn't know that. Um, you know, I didn't know when they were doing production on this, but apparently she did her work before she passed away. So yeah. Um, and it'll be good for her and her family to have now this one last thing that she did. And yeah. To hear her so voice cool. again would be very cool. So. And I look forward to her portrayal. Yep. Yeah. I mean, obviously, um, Des Malchian is the one that just stood out because I'm like, oh, we're getting him in the Suicide Squad. And now he's voicing Calendar he's been, Red. He's been in The Flash as well. He was yeah. in Dark Knight. So he's been around. Yeah. If there he's was a multiverse, in- clearly he's in it. <laughs> Yeah, but the names, I mean, obviously the names on this are big names with Josh Demel and yeah, Titus Welliver has been in many, many films. Um, it's a really, really good voice cast. So Jack Quaid, obviously, on, from The Boys. Now he's in this. He's also... Calendar in, Man is really interesting to me. I can't wait to see what... Uh, he's my favorite He's my favorite part of that story. Yeah, so, it's, yeah it's just well, that reinvention of that character is so brilliant. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm interested to see how it's going to work out, but yeah, this is one of it's, if it's not my favorite um, Batman story, it's top three. Definitely. Um, so I'm really looking That's forward not crazy. to it. That's I've heard crazier things. <laughs> so um, I'm really looking forward to it. And now that we know the voice cast, I'm even more excited. There's some really good people, really good actors on this project. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm all for it. Like, this is just, you know, I hope th- I hope it's good. I hope it gets well received and it leads us to dark victory because I'd love to see both of those uh, played out on a television screen. Yeah, yeah, we should. Well, this is going to be a two-parter as it is. So. Yeah, that's, I mean, it doesn't have to be like the next project they do, but, you know, sometime down the line, if they want to do a Robin, you know, origin story, I think dark victory would be a nice place to pick up. Right. Especially for Dick Grayson. He's my favorite, so I'm biased. So um, I apologize to ELTD, but, you know, Grayson's my favorite. Well, Pete, you threw something in the rundown, and I didn't even know. Um, so now, I let's just go there next. It's Aquaman's 80th anniversary, which I did not oh, know. You're right, you didn't know because they're not. There's no PR behind it. Like, what's going on? The other, not too long ago, we got Joker, Catwoman, Green Lantern, and Robin 80th anniversaries, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, hello, did you guys just forget the movie that made a billion dollars? Like, I'm sorry. It, it, it did like how come Arthur gets no love here? Like it's kind of a bummer. There's is there anything really planned? Well, he never does. That's the whole joke. Again, about no, the he just made you a billion dollars. <laughs> yeah, apparently they're not doing anything. Oh, um, really? It's just it. kind of a bummer. Like you know, hey, Mister Lee, what's going on? Can I get like an 80th anniversary special? Like I don't know. Like, can I get a, some? Can I get a? I mean, Peter David, Jeff Johns, uh, a, um, Ramona Franding. Like, can I get them on an anniversary book? Like, you know, those are three really big Aquaman names. Like, can I? Can I? Can I get something? Apparently, I, you can't, yeah. Pete. All it's I just, know from this article says we're getting a new book to be launched out of the upcoming Infinite Frontier series. Okay, so it's another monthly book. Where's the anniversary special? <laughs> oh, well, there is. 80, there is an upcoming, DC's upcoming 80 Years of the King of the Seas, the deluxe edition hardcover volume out in September. So it has Aquaman's oh. most memorable appearances from his 1940s debut in the pages of more Thank fun God. comics to top creators, including Jeff Johns and more. There we go. See, that makes me happy. But like, it's just, 
where's the PR for it? Like, where's the love? Like, can we announce it? Like, I'm, I'm hyped for this. And even in the image, in the, it's just, it doesn't say like Aquaman 80. It's just, it's no. on the bottom. Yep. It's just different. It just feels different. I don't know. I'm just bummed. I, I want, I want some, I want Arthur to get some love. I love, I love Mira. I think I've told you, <laughs> I think I've told you in the past, I told you guys in the past that my nickname in high school was Aquaman because I was on the swim team and I loved going in the water. So everyone would call me that. I had much more blonde hair back then. You were such um, a jock. So no, I just, this was what, what I was called, what they called me because I always liked to go swimming. So I've always had a connection to Aquaman. I used to, um, well, I remember when Six Flags, you know, Six Flags Great Adventure in New Jersey, Pete you. Um, I used to go there and they had all the DC stuff and I remember they had this shirt and I bought the shirt. Like I've always kind of been a fan of the character and, uh, I agree with you. It's kind of weird that it's his 80th. And like you said, we just got a billion dollar film film from him. It's he's being played, nothing being played by an actor who is super popular and everyone everyone loves loves. Everyone loved him in the Snyder cut. Like, come on. Yep. And we got 80th anniversary pops. Where's my 80th anniversary McFarlane figure? Like, you know, I'm just saying like, yeah, it's, you kind of dropped the ball on this one. We're not getting anything, so yeah. Listen to Pete. Like, we're, we're I want like an I want where are the 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 seventeen different variant Aquaman covers, right? For eightieth anniversary, like how like I, I'd buy some. I bought some for all the other ones. I bought more than one. Yeah, this deluxe edition should have more than one cover. I'm not coming after Warner Brothers Pictures. I'm coming after DC Comics. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think the the movie side is doing enough, right? I think. <laughs> I think they're making billion dollar movies with him and having him in the Snyder Cut and they're making a second film. Like he's been around. They're doing their job. The comic side yeah. needs to come up and, and pump for Aquaman too. Like, come on. I don't yeah. know. Like you could have done so I don't know. I just I, I know it's coming, but it's like where's you're not you're not talking about it. It's just kind of he's he's a member founding member of the Justice League. Like again. Pete, I think you know what I think we I know what I think would get this done if we just started a hashtag campaign. I think if we if we really did one of those, we could get want, something done for Aquaman. I don't want <laughs> that gets toxic so fast. <laughs> Except for my yellow oval. Team Yellow Oval hasn't gotten toxic. Yes. I, I would love that you brought that back and that you have an official Twitter handle for it now. And that's very, very awesome. I loved it. So we could, but yeah. Yes. You, and we're probably gonna be getting it. We'll probably be getting it, right? And when Flashpoint comes out, I'm sure we'll get the And you I'm you better believe I'm taking full credit for that. <laughs> So yeah, DC, come on, man. Let's give Aquaman some love. Do something else for him, like Pete said. Maybe yeah. do some more. Very, if you're only going to do this 80th, um, more Momoa, of the Seven Seas, give us some more covers. Make it be an event for people to appreciate the character. Who, yes, historically has been a punchline, but recently has become much cooler. Yes, my man. Right. So let, let's do something there. And if everyone out there wants to start a campaign, go ahead. We'll 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 jump in on that with you guys. Definitely, definitely want to do that. So we're going to end with probably the biggest news of the week, at least um, from the movie, from the film world. Is the moment that Eric's been waiting for. <laughs> He's geared up. On Thursday, I believe it was, or was it yesterday? No, it was Thursday. Um, we got news that it was kind of weird because people were kind of, um, Ava DuVernay was kind of teasing it during the day. Um, her and King had something going on where they were talking about it on Twitter and someone mentioned something. She says, she says, Oh, I believe there's going to be news coming out soon about what's going on with new gods. And then in the afternoon it dropped. Um, the Hollywood reporter was the first place I saw it. And, um, 
they are not going forward with the new gods film or with James Wan's the trench movie. Obviously that came out of Aquaman. Um, they were going to do a film on that and neither are going forward. Um, this of course caused a lot of reaction, but DC, no. <laughs> but DC said that as part of our DC slate, some legacy development titles, including new gods and the trench will not be moving forward. We thank our partners, Ava DuVernay, Tom King, James Wan, and, Peter Safran for their time and collaboration during this process and look forward to our continued partnership with them on other DC stories. The project will remain in their skillful, skillful hands if they were ever to move forward in the future. So like I said, obviously there was a lot of reaction to this. Pete, I'll first go with you and then we'll come back to me. What was your reaction when you first saw the news? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a bummer, but this isn't going to like upset my day. It's just funny because like I remember, I remember all the zaddies were like, "Who wants a trench movie? Who wants a trench movie?" And then all of a sudden, everyone's like, "We want the trench movie. We want the trench." Like you guys are just trying to get mad at Warner Brothers for anything to do. Uh, movies get made, movies don't get made. I'm used to movies being announced, not being made. It's nothing Warner Brothers hasn't done in the past. Uh, you know, just it's on the radar. Obviously, they had these two write a script and. You know, if you want to believe them and, you know, it's theirs when they're ready to make it and Tom King and Ava will be back. So be it. If not, I mean, I'm, I'll just move on. Uh, you know, I'm really excited. Uh, I'm not going to let this damper my hope for the Batman, Black Adam and the upcoming the Suicide Squad. So, you know, I, I, I'm i not going to tell WB how to run their business. Uh, they know it better than me, clearly. And so uh, I'll let them do it. And, you know, uh, you know, whatever. I'm really not. This is not a this is not really a big deal to me. I'm sorry. Their movie didn't get made mostly because it was the one that was furthest along. But, um, you know, I, I feel like that that comes with the territory when you're in Hollywood. Yeah, I mean, I was bummed too. Um, I just like this story is a really cool story and it would have been really cool to see it on screen. But I mean, you have to think of it, about this in a couple of layers, right? So we just came off a year with a pandemic where a lot of stuff was shut down. This year, they're giving, Warner Brothers is giving us all of their films on HBO Max so you can watch them at home. No extra charge. Disney Plus is doing it, but they're charging extra to watch the films. The, the Warner Brothers and DC obviously are not doing that. You can watch everything on HBO Max for free when it comes the day it comes out, and you have that for this year. So now you're talking two years now where they are losing money. No matter how you look at it, the studio is losing money by doing this. So if there's a budget for DC films, of course you're going to not go forward with films that Let's be honest, most people don't know about. Most people aren't going to care about New Gods. Most people aren't going to care about The Trench. You're not going to cut something that has The Rock in it like Black Adam. You're not going to cut Shazam, which already had a film that people know was coming. And then you have larger names out there. There's a Supergirl movie coming. They're still invested in Green Lantern Corp. Um, Core. You still have back. There's a Batgirl film coming. Um, you, there's a lot of other projects in development that people are are either more keen or they know the name and they would be more um more in line to go to the film to go out and see the movie so again superman as well right we have a new superman it was just announced recently with jj abrams and tana hisi coast that they're writing a superman film um we zatana another one that's a that has emerald fennel attached to it who is right now up for oscars and might win the oscar for promising young woman so like you have all of these names out there that people know and are keen to and they might they're more inclined maybe to go out and watch these films in the future and if you're gonna budget something new gods might have cost a lot of money because it could have been a lot of cgi so maybe it cost a ton more money to build to do and the trench as well than doing these films that won't have that 
So I think just got to be smart and look at it. And the fans have to take a step back and look at it from that perspective. You always have to follow the money, right? You always follow the money with anything. So just look at it from that perspective and say, you know what? It makes sense that I'm not going forward with it going forward with these films and you ha- we have to stop immediately blaming the studio right away saying oh they don't know what they're talking about or they don't have a plan or they don't know what they're doing no clearly they do have a plan but these things were these the pandemic threw a wrench in a lot of those plans so you have to adjust on the fly and go forward but again i say this every show as fans we need to stop complaining about what we're not getting and just enjoy what we are getting like we we're getting this great slate of films. It has never been a better time to be a fan of comic book characters, especially when it comes to to movies. And just enjoy that. Enjoy that we're in this time. You're getting a film about, you know, what Blue Beetles out there is being developed and Static Shock and all these other titles that would never have been in the past. Never would have had any of this in the past. So I think we just, as fans, we need to stop overreacting to every little bit of news and always taking anything negative as always is the worst thing in the world. No, it's not. It's not. Enjoy what we have. And let's see what happens in the future. Like even with this news, it says it says that for now it's not going forward. But you have to think that Juan doing Aquaman, he has a lot of goodwill with the studio. Ava DuVernay is one of the um, more respected um, directors out there. If down the road things are going well and these projects come back again, who's to say they won't jump in and you will get it then? But we guys, we have to just take a step back and stop being and I'm say just stop being babies about this stuff. Let it let this go. It didn't happen. It sucks, yes, but there's plenty of content out there for you. Let's just move on. Let's go forward and let's enjoy what we have coming. That's it. That's my rant. <laughs> okay. You you all get that? Do you ever get that? So yeah, so Pete. Anything else? No, that's it. I, I I agree with you. All right. And just to double back on this story, Ava DuVernay did tweet after this news came out. Um, she said, "Tom, I loved writing New Gods with you. I'm upset that the saga of Barda, Scott, Granny, High Father, and the Furies ends this way. Diving into Kirby's fourth world was the adventure of a lifetime. That can't be taken away. Thank you for your friendship. And remember, he has the shirt." Um, dark side is so she hashtag dark side is um and guys we just got dark side right we just got him in the snyder cut we got a little bit of him there yes it would be cool if we were getting more of him and maybe we will down down the line maybe they revisit that whole thing down the line and we get him in the future well let's just take a step back you know be upset but take a step back and look at everything that good that's going on so I'm with you. I'm, 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 I agree with you. All right. So since we're not going to end on a on a me rant, we won't we won't do that. Um, Emerald Fennel did talk in an interview about doing um, sorry the Zatanna film, and uh, this this was in Variety, and she seems very passionate. She's very much into it. She very enthusiastic. Yep, she loves the character. Um, so it was a very very good story. Uh, in variety about this about emerald fennel and she's very very much wants to do this film she apparently has a hit she's been researching the character she loves the character so this is good news this is good news that we, and like i said before she's up for an academy award right now for best mm-hmm. um director for promising young woman which pete if you have not seen this film yet watch it i have not but like you and nico love it 
again, like I, Nico Caruso, the man who won't answer my phone call. <laughs> you guys love the movie, so like so, I'm, I got to check it out. And she she talked about that movie too, and they shot that movie in a very small amount of time, so it was very. Yes. I was like, oh wow, that's interesting. Um, so I, I, yeah, I, I will check this out. I, I'm sure as hell looking forward to it. Like I, I'm just pumped that they're again. Like this is exciting to me. Like you guys are making this a movie. That's great news to me. You know, like I love Zatama. She's one of my favorite characters of all time. So just to, again, like you, you said it earlier about the Thundercatch guy, you know, uh, he's just so passionate and he seems like he knows the character. And that's kind of what you get from Fennel here. Like she's, I was like, wow, you're, you, you are, you seem like you are a Zatanna fan. It's like one thing, you know, you hear everyone say, oh yeah, I was a fan. I read the books as a kid, but you know, she kind of gave me the impression that she was a fan, like a real fan. And I was like, wow, that, that's cool. Like I, I'm into it. And those are those seem to have the best moments. You know, Spider Man Two is directed by a true blue Spider Man fan, and you could feel it. And he knows, you know, those char- those creatives know the characters almost as good as anybody. So, just very exciting. It's good news again. Like just add another interesting movie to the slate by a, a wonderful creative mind. So I'm I'm very excited. Yeah, and guys, go check out the article again. It's on Variety. Um, she, it's an interview with her, obviously, about Promising Young Woman as well and other projects that she's done. But they do talk about the Zatanna, um, that she's going to be writing Zatanna. And there's a nice piece in there about that. So, get, guys, definitely check that out. Um, again, we're getting a movie about Zatanna, right? Like, just think about that. I don't think in your wildest dreams would you have ever thought this no, was going to, right? No way. So we're no getting way. a movie about, about Zatanna. So awesome, awesome stuff. All right, Pete. Anything else you want to discuss before we shut this baby down? I just, you know, just, you know, like, are you going to watch Batwoman this Sunday? <laughs> you know, is it on Easter Sunday? We're know. coming back to Batwoman? It always comes back to Batwoman. I, I'm probably not. I wouldn't hold your breath on that one. Um, I'm going to hold my breath until you watch Batwoman. <laughs> Great. <laughs> sure. Make me responsible for your death. That's nice. <laughs> not breathing. Not breathing. All right, we have to breathe for a little while to plug some stuff. Let them know where, where you're at recently and about yourself. Me? Yes, you. You want me? Okay. Well, you can follow me on all social media. That's Twitter, Instagram, and Zack Snyder's favorite Vero. At Pete Illustrated, you can follow our show page on uh, Twitter at straight underscore O underscore G. And actually, you can follow it on Instagram there as well. Same handle. You can uh, check me out at uh, the Italian Coalition of Spider-Man at Italians for Spidey. You can check me out at Team Yellow Oval <laughs> on Twitter as well. Um, you can check out my reviews for Detective Comics and Man Bat on Batman on Film Proper. You can check out Batman on Film YouTube for my toy reviews, for my interviews, all that good stuff. Um, you know, make sure you read, uh, write and review, uh, write a review for our podcast so you can enter in our monthly contest. No one's entered this month and no one's claimed last month's prize. So you guys are not. I'm taking it. it. I'm mailing it to Eric. (laughs) I'm mailing it to Eric. If you guys don't want to win it. I'll take it up the prize. If no one wants to win the prize, because shit, I deserve it. See, I curse about two pizza or even. (laughs) Take it away. All right, guys, as always, you can find me on Twitter at finally 33 spell finale 33. You can find us on Facebook, both in a group and on the show page. The show page is informational. We'll tell you about um, what's going on with us. Any of the, the podcasts are posted there. Every time they're posted up, they're sent directly to the, the show page. The group is more for you to interact with us as fans. We want to hear from you. We want to discuss topics from you with you. Sorry. 
So yeah, check us out over there. If you're not a part of the group yet, just click on the button that you'd like to be and we will send you an invite and get you into the group. Um, <clears throat> I believe that's it. Sounds like it. That sounds like, you know, a mouthful of Cadbury eggs. Yes. Yes. And I, of course, we since this is our Easter episode, I would like to wish you a happy, everyone out there who celebrates, a happy Easter. Pete, happy Easter to you as well and your family. All right. As well. <laughs> All right. So for Peter Vera, I'm Eric Holzman. This is Straight Out of Gotham, and we'll see you next time. Booyah.